When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Emperor has been expecting you. Welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. Did you know there are seven lightsaber forms? Matt, that's how I wanted to start this episode with you, because there are seven. Some say there are nine. Some say there are other lightsaber forms that are unknown. Uh, some say that there are in-betweens and variations. Okay, my friend, but I've been doing a TikTok series on this. By the way, I know y'all have TikTok. Go follow us over there at Wamprat. I'm sorry, at Hyperspace on that one, at Hyperspace Hangout. Uh, for myself, all Star Wars, Mike Bouncing and Superman. Matt's also over there uh, at Super Gains Bros killing it right now on tiktok so guys you have to go check this out i just did a whole series on it but matt did you know that there are seven lightsaber forms yes i did thankfully because you gave me tiktoks to show me that no i did know uh i i did know but i am somewhat of, of a star wars connoisseur but i actually to be honest i know that there's different forms but i did not particularly know each form and what they are and uh, you know like if you were to ask me like who uses what form i'd be like uh i know qui-gon uses one of the forms it's like defensive that's form yeah. three yeah and actually and I, that's where i was at like obi-wan i kind of knew he used form three as well and then you get into those things of like okay well who taught who you know and which masters right. you know some of them use different forms in different different situations situations right? and that's that's yeah. kind of the cool cool thing as well yeah, so, so like form seven is vapid like that's what windu yeah. primarily uses which is also difficult to do and can sometimes lead to the dark side right, right. Like i know right right just in my in my loose knowledge of some of that stuff and then anakin i believe mostly uses form five mm-hmm. yeah yeah right. he uses form okay. five um which is a common i mean he uses everything but right. i think yes. isn't, isn't five with sort of what his like standard well, is yeah, and the reason I wanted to talk about this, and so what we're going to do in a second, we're going to go through each form, give you guys a little chit-chat about it, and then we're going to read over some of the characters that basically, you know, some of the masters that use the form. But one of the coolest things for me was, as I was studying this and I was looking into it more, I'd never really gone down and said, okay, yeah, what exactly are the seven? Just knew them. I only really knew form three, five, and seven very well, just because I could associate masters with them and I understood what it looked like. You know, when you see obi-wan pull that lightsaber back like this matt you know if you if you guys are watching on youtube when he pulls that back into his kind of like armpit area he gets in that defensive position that's that form classic sort of form three stance 
Um, and so it was cool to hear, you know, Anakin and Obi-Wan talk about Anakin's powers and his skills with a lightsaber. And, and like who, or excuse me, lightsaber, who did he rival? Did he rival Master Windu? Uh, did he rival Master Yoda? Like, who was he more powerful than? I think it's one of the fun things to talk about in Star Wars is like, which character used what and where do we go from there? You know, I just did a TikTok today um, where I was talking about Ezra Bridger and the lineage. And I don't know if you noticed this map, but I left a comment in that in the, on, on that TikTok that said, like, uh, ready am I for the disagreements to come? You know, uh, ready right. for the disagreements. I am because people were I, I was essentially throwing out the idea that is there an influence of the vapid or vapod, whatever you want to say, form, the variation form seven that might have influenced Ezra Bridger because of him being descended from Mace Windu, you know, and then like like uh, Depa Balaba was was Mace Windu's apprentice. She sits on the council in episode one. And then her apprentice is Kanan, which was Caleb Doom at the time, but is Kanan Jarrus. And then Kanan Jarrus teaches Ezra now. Some some folks are going to argue with me instantly on that, that like form seven could not have been taught to Kanan, nor would Kanan have taught it to Ezra. I disagree. OK, I think that there's things we, we see off screen. Things can happen. And like maybe I haven't mentioned it as a watered down version, but like it, 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 there's the, it's a really cool moment where the Grand Inquisitor is fighting Kanan and he knows that Kanan's master is Depa Balaba because he's fighting with form three and he's specifically fighting with form three in close quarters. And that's what cued the grand because the grand inquisitor had studied Jedi masters so much that he knew their tendencies. He knew how the masters taught. Um, he himself uh, being like a, a former temple Jedi temple uh, guard or guardian, like he know he knew these things. So the big question was, who is he? And all, all that kind of stuff as we were going through who the Grand Inquisitor was. But um, it's just so, sort of a crazy thing to get in and start to start, start to study. But I'm like, maybe he saw his master practicing uh, Vapod, right? Maybe Kanan saw her going through those forms and doesn't really know it per se, but was influenced by it. You know, it's, 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 I'm right. saying it's possible. Right. And so... There, right. So there's seven forms. And again, I, I had to do some, I just had to do a quick little brush up here because this is something that like, I know, you know, what some of the people use a little bit, but I haven't really dove myself hardcore into it to be like, what is each style in what way is it used? And then also what about the people who use different type of blades? Oh, because yeah. it seems to me you actually could use any blade with any style. Yeah, you probably could. Um, I think because that is I never I didn't look up to like, you know, the double blade situation, right? Like, what is it like? Best what is ma for? like Maul as opposed to Ahsoka as opposed to, right. you know, like Qui-Gon, you know, a single blade versus a single blade curved. That's going to, you know, if, if I were to pick up a sword like mm -hmm. Dooku, you look at his thing and his style, you're like, well, that's that looks a little bit more like fencing as opposed to like a broadsword. As opposed right. to Ahsoka, who's using like two with one possibly being a little bit shorter, not like a dagger, but a short sword as compared to this. And then somebody who's using one, you mm -hmm. know, or Darth Maul with the like almost like a staff. So right. totally different kind of. And then Kylo Ren has like Claymore Saber, right? I mean, so what, yeah. you know, what style right. does he use? And that's that's interesting that, you know, something again that the sequels didn't really 
do a lot of like you, like you could tell that Ray was you know the whole people people are like well Ray was clearly a Palpatine because early on you see that jabbing sort of thrust situation that that Palpatine uses a lot uh we don't really have a form for that you know I doubt she was using yeah form seven you know like Vapod I I don't think that's what she was she was using but who knows um so yeah it, it is interesting to think about the blade as well and what can you do with that which blade would I guess go best um with a particular form I think you can use any in any form but it feels like a like a because because Darth Maul did apparently according to just some of my resources here and you guys can correct me if i'm wrong on any of this he did use form seven uh because he was taught form seven from palpatine and again right. it's sort of a dark arts kind of so what, what wait what form is what form is vapod seven seven well, it says here it says here forms form seven or juyo yes and so so there's a, so vapod is actually not really form seven it's a variation that like oh, gotcha yeah, so Mace Windu created it because you couldn't use Form Seven without getting super aggressive and like over. Uh, anytime you see Palpatine or um, uh, Savage Opress use this form, Mace Windu, or, I'm sorry, uh, Darth Maul, it's really right. just a massive amount, of, like overwhelming your opponent with strikes and uh, like a fury kind of attack. And so to avoid going into the dark side. Or, or, or leaking or drifting into it, Mace Windu came up with the Vapod variation that he felt like was a balance between the two. And how it how it how he does all of it, right? It's all forced, it's all centering yourself, and there's more right. studies on it and, and cool things to, to look at. But he taught that to his apprentice, uh, Deepa Balaba. And actually, Matt, in the book, is it oh, I don't want to mess it up here. I think it's is it Shatterpoint? I think is the book that Shatterpoint he, is is the yeah, is the Windu is Maze Windu yeah. So in that, like he, he you explore it a little bit more. Like he talks more about it. It's a, it's a Legends book, but he goes searching for his old uh, for his apprentice. So it, it's just it was a fa- it's a fascinating study, and I thought you know um, I've kind of done a compilation. So if you guys want to go look over on YouTube, by the time this is up, you guys should have forms one through seven just my shorts all the shorts compiled into one thing plus they're all separated out there as well uh and then we'll have this kind of discussion about them because i want to read through some of the descriptions and then talk to you guys about some of the masters that use them because one that matt brought up the other day i did not know which form he used and why he was such a revered um master in this form but it was kit fisto right kit fisto and i was like yeah i've, I've read before from the it was the in the novelization and i only actually have dabbled in that i've not read the whole thing i actually there's that twitter that generates like uh quotes i follow a twitter where it's just like every day it tweets out something uh from the revenge of the sith you know episode three novelization and it's amazing what's all in that it's just jam-packed george lucas and and the whole team everybody had so many thoughts about it and there's you know the end of clone wars is surrounding it as well and there's just so much going on that is interesting now here we go wow He's got you got Kit Fisto pulled up there, yeah, yeah. That's from uh, the the Mace Windu comic. Uh, it's a Legends comic now, I believe. But right, yeah, his skills with the lightsaber saber are unrivaled. That's unbelievable, because I think he's a master of form one, which is what's yeah. like taught to the younglings. 
And that's why he brought him with him. That's why he brought him in there to take on Palpatine. Yeah. In the, I know in the novelization of episode three, which is like, you know, a fantastic book. I don't, I think it's no longer canon, but I remember watching a video of star Wars theory talking about this too, saying that, um, you know, one of the things that doesn't make sense is that we've learned over time that is that Kit Fisto is like a boss, uh, you know, <laughs> and like, yeah. it's like, hold on. How did, how did Palpatine overtake Kit Fisto and Mace Windu? Mm -hmm. Cause I guess there's, there's, in some comic or something at one point, there's something saying that like one of the, one of the people that Palpatine actually was like, not necessarily scared of, but knew would give him trouble is Kit Fisto. And so mm -hmm. he's actually using like the dark side as they're walking in to sort of like, you know, distort. cause him distort, yeah. distract him. Otherwise there's no way he would have taken out Fisto and Windu. And see, this is where I love books and I love novelizations, because if you're telling me moments before we see the elevator doors open and Mace Windu comes walking in, Palpatine was sitting there moments before meditating in the force, in the dark side of the force, Matt. And he could foresee things. He had the power of foresight. People forget that he's had a vision. And Return of the Jedi shows you this. Like George Lucas thought about this a long time ago. He had many visions. And he had foresight and Yoda knew that there was danger in that relying too much on it. The force is always in motion, but he did perceive that uh, that Kit Fisto was coming. And so to have that moment prior to him showing up there where he's meditating and thinking uh, it's both Master Windu and Master Fisto. So like what was he going to do? He starts to distract and work on them and gather his dark side energy and power. Uh, to be able to move against them. And as you said, it's a lot more, they say in the novelization, much, I, I wish we had the passage, we could, we could read it to you guys, because it's more drawn out, there's there's more attacks and stuff, and they really just condensed it and shortened it uh, in the film. And I know for some people that's not enough, because they go, no, film's canon, and they don't really want to want to bounce outside, you know, go to, to other um, right sources for, for whatever. But still, he was a master. What they say is that, is that um, form one is best used, I guess, if you're facing down multiple foes. And that since this was, since he sort of stepped in front of Mace Windu and, and went one-on-one, -on -one, because that was what his form was good for. Like he, even though he's coming here with a team, I think that might've been a downside to him being a true master of form one. And again, guys, if there's other information out there that says he was a master of a different form, I'd love to hear that because what I have looked up in research is that he's, He's a master of, of form of form one. Wow, that's a six. What is that from? This is from the 2005 Dark Horse comic uh, comicization of episode three. What? Yeah, it's a really good. Wow. I've read it before. It's really good. I mean, it's it's episode three, but it's just it's a different version of it, obviously. Right. Um, yeah, that, that is interesting. So uh, let me look down here. I want to see if I can find just on his Wikipedia page if it talks about his form because I have him down as a form one guy. Um, yeah, no, it's not really not really giving me anything. But either way, he's he's skilled as 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 a lightsaber. Um, yeah, here we go. My God, Fisto might well have prevailed. Um, let me see. Oh, okay, Fisto's preferred lightsaber style form was form one, though he was capable of form. Four as well, Fisto's mastery of Form One permitted him to hold off numerous opponents with ease, and was um, 
was what enabled him to survive the first battle of Geonosis and claimed so many of his colleagues as well uh, as survived the Clone Wars. His reputation as a master swordsman was what led Windu to select him as one of the four Jedi masters to apprehend uh, Lord Darth Lord, or sorry, yeah, Lord Sidious. Um, man, that's just kind of cool to think like, you know, Mace Windu, Matt, had to choose. He had to pick who's coming with me. And I just think that's that's mm-hmm. such a that's such an epic sort of uh, moment, you know. So, and I wonder, I wonder who else was all. I don't think we ever know, but it's like I do wonder who else was all there, right? Like who else was all there that they could have that they could have yeah. chosen? Oh, you mean like outside of like who actually went um, in the, who we actually saw go? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Who was still around and not out on a mission that he could have taken? uh with him that's that's interesting so um yeah because because why choose was there someone else that he should have brought i mean anakin clearly right yeah you know you know ah man somebody just did a big what if by the way that would be interesting to explore um what if anakin had been mace windu's apprentice instead of obi-wan's wow that would have been crazy crazy different because like the whole deal is the whole deal is like he doesn't trust him and all this stuff and you know especially it's like he comes from the qui-gon tree who they didn't really particularly fond of then he goes to obi-wan so there's still you know that much it was a little bit of resentment i think a little bit toward, um but yeah what if they had brought him in and said no actually we think windu's gonna train the boy yeah that would been crazy that would have been crazy um yeah guys well he if because he did teach Deva Balaba his form, right. his form. So maybe he would have taught him form seven of a pod. And maybe it would have helped. Like he, he probably actually, he probably wouldn't have, right. If he sensed the fear in him and he, he sensed right. like something off with Anakin, he might not have, but I feel like he would have held. See the problem that Obi-Wan had a lot is like Anakin felt like I'm ahead of him in a lot of ways, you know? Right. Because of skill with a lightsaber and different stuff. Like, oh, I think Obi-Wan understood more of the way of the Jedi and the code and yes. the ethics and the politics. He was the great negotiator. He was very good with force uh, persuasion. Things that I don't think Anakin felt like were, were important. Like, it was all lightsaber skills and raw force power. But, like, Obi-Wan is all about patience. Think first. And, you know, he used, again, the Jedi mind trick really well and stuff. So... Not stuff that uh, Anakin was was super. So you're right. It probably would have been very different. He would have had more respect for Master Windu. He even likens Obi-Wan as to, to being as wise as Master Yoda and as powerful as Master Windu. You know, not quite, but close, get, get, getting there. And he's one of the youngest members of the Jedi Council, which Anakin was impressed. So, like, Obi-Wan's no slouch. But, again, you're talking about the chosen one, the prophesied one. It's like the order in which... You know, the, the best option was Qui-Gon Jinn. Yes. That doesn't work, right? So then it probably, if you if you would go like, okay, outside of Obi-Wan, who would have been next up? It's either Yoda or Mace Windu. Kiati Mundi was a joke. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> it is a joke. I don't think that would have worked uh, at all. At all. <laughs> so um, let's do something kind of interesting here. Before we get to the forms, because that's not going to take us very long to get, get through, I actually just pulled up, and I'm going to send you a link here in the uh, chat there, Matt. Um, this is a this is a link I'm sitting right now. It's the duel in Palpatine's office because 
this is actually kind of fascinating and, and you brought this up. I want to go over some of these individuals. The first one is um, Agent Kolar, who right. was we've looked a, at this before. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Just just quickly. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just the, the, the Zabrak Jedi Master being in there. I'm trying to figure out on these different pages if we can find. Uh, let's see. Let's go through here. What form they use. Yeah. What form it does not nah, for him. We don't have a form. So first one, and I'm just going up to the, the Wikipedia page here. I we not, may have, you may just have to search. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, control, thought, like find uh, yeah. things. So Sassini Tain, right? Right, is next up. So let's look for form there. Um, and he, he goes down pretty quick. I mean, this guy didn't even get a strike in, like, which is which is crazy. So he's a force sensitive. Um, he's is a Jedi master who served on the High Jedi Council, uh, skilled lightsaber combatant and starfighter pilot. But yeah, he and Agent were slain by Darth Sidious almost right away, like almost instantly, right? And so I think they were the weaker of the two. And then then that leaves you clearly. with Kit, Kit. Yeah, clearly, Kit Kit Fisto. Um, Next up, he here. was regarded as a legendary war warrior among the Jedi High Council, and that's all it says. Yeah, nothing else about his forms. Yeah, so yeah, interesting. Um, those guys maybe were brought in just because they were the he like lead council members there, and yeah, and, and among among Lucas's first draft, he was actually going to be alongside K. Adamundi and Megito in Order sixty six. Oh, I mean, wait, this guy wasn't going to be in Palpatine's office or yeah, he was, was going to be. No, he was going to be with K. Adamundi and Magito. So there's going to be two people there. So he's just going to be an Order 66 death. Would it have made plan. Would no. it have made any difference if Kiati Mundi would have been there? Is how, what, how it, well was Kiati Mundi like that's that's an interesting. Right. Yeah, I mean, do you think? Do, I mean, it would have made Palpatine seem that much more epic, just because we we get a little bit of K out of Mundy, and he, you know, right. had he had somewhat become just because he actually has some speaking roles, right? So we have an idea as to who he is. Um, in theory, if K out of Mundy was there, yeah, I, I I don't know that Palpatine's getting through all that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, because we we at least know that he's. He's he's been there since episode one. He's more highly regarded and seems seems cool. Right. I don't know. I feel like I mean, pa I mean, look, I mean, look what Palpatine does. I mean, to be to be fair, in, just in episode three, he takes down four Jedi. Well, he really takes down three Jedi and then has to go one on one with Windu mm -hmm. where, you know, everyone always goes back and forth. Did he act, did Windu actually beat him or Anakin or I don't know. Right. Um, regardless, he then he fights Yoda in a fight that the, every time I watch it, it's so hard to say who actually wins. Like, does because like they're they're not fighting on like you know it's not like when Yoda fights Dooku and they're like a mm -hmm. platform, like they're fighting and they're throwing stuff at each other. It's almost like Yoda just gets all the way knocked down and he's like, all right, I'm good, and like walks out. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah of of the of of the fight. I mean. Could he beat Yoda one on one, like in a in like a, you know, if you were fighting in Genosis where you're just fighting in an open pit, winner, winner, winner take all. Well, who, the, who, yeah. who wins that? The other thing I think that people forget with Yoda is that like, he was a, on a timer. It seemed like there wouldn't be too long until the raid 
uh, you know, on the Jedi Temple, those guys came back, right, or something like the clone troopers came back, and then Yoda's just clearly outnumbered, and then they're chasing him down. He has to go, you know, right. Uh, He's also just... fighting. I mean, it's hard to say, but is I mean, it's hard to say. Pal- is Palpatine in his prime? There is he at his strongest? Like I feel like Yoda's power arc, because mm-hmm. I feel like Palpatine's probably at at his prime. I know he looks old. Oh, he's yeah. actually he's not as old there. No, right. No, just that the actor is older than he was yeah. when he played and he looks scarred because of in episode six because it's a younger right because he's a much yes. younger when he did it because it's like reverse for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he does the thing, he's actually like he's you know, he's like he's in his like late fifties, right, or whatever. Yep. But I would say power wise, he is much closer to his prime. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Yoda's past his prime. I do too. Still really powerful, but he's no, he's not at like the pinnacle. Now, I mean, it's, I, yeah, it's, it's kind of like the graph of like lightsaber fighting and force, right? Like at some uh-huh. point, your lightsaber starts to diminish, but your power in the force continues to rise until it eventually fades. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's a really interesting point to say that he's past his prime. And I mean, sort of I mean, do you think I'm incorrect the... there? No, no, no. I don't know. That's why I say I think it's interesting because he is. It does seem like. You know, Mace Window at one point says to to Master Yoda, like Yoda's having trouble here because he's not surrounded. Like the Council of Old is not the Council we have in there because there's some right. pretty weak sauce individuals on the Council. Sorry to say it, but and they they were just they were the dark side caught at everything. Like they they could not see through this because Yoda's considered wise and wizened, but like he he still can't. He's sitting right in front of him, Matt. You right. say it all the time. They sit across from each other and he can't sense him. Like it's nuts. Right. And I think Windu at least was on to the fact like he he was this is where I want to give Windu a lot of credit because we we gave him some some back in the day, like, you know, hey, could you have been nicer to Anakin? Things would have been a lot different. But he at least knew I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. No kidding. He's he does sense it. He does know. He's like, I think we should inform the Senate that we've lost our ability to use the force this was one of those legends eu moments where the jedi council should have stepped off of coruscant they should have said let's because luke skywalker does it later on he says we have lost our ability to use and navigate the force we've gotten too caught up in politics this was the fault of yoda and, and the council before you should retreat go to tython go back to somewhere remote and reestablish your connection with the force because you've gotten away from that and yeah it's just it's a really interesting thing to to, to think about so okay let, let me dive in i, I sent you a, a google doc link here and the notes mm-hmm. don't make any sense they're all over the place but i just wanted to click in through here and do form by form so the first one form one um essentially is kind of it's the oldest and it's the most elementary style and it's taught to younglings right away it's the most basic um and the thing is i i said originally that it wasn't best for lightsaber to lightsaber combat and, and it's a combat and it's normally used for defense but what i found through kit fisto is that you could use it if you truly mastered it to fight off multiple kind of lightsaber attacks or or blaster bolts or whatever it might be and when you combine it with the force it can be a great you know form and it's the first one that you learn you go right, right into it and so that's that's pretty cool uh known users of that are kit fisto eth koth uh agent 
who we just mentioned, Agent Kalor, um, and then most younglings for form one. So there, there we go on that. Uh, moving on here, form two. So now, this you have to think back in terms of history as well as when these forms showed up in the Jedi Order, because in the Old Republic, you know, as the dark side emerges, more Jedi uh, are fighting more Sith. They then need to switch from form one to more of a lightsaber on lightsaber combat. They're dueling different people. They're they're it's it's called the contention form, um, the Makashi form. And it's all about positioning, footwork, outmaneuvering your opponent, getting sort of the high ground, if you will, like the upper hand. And uh, yeah, it's often used you, where you'll see this. And if you're watching the film, it's kind of cool to find these moments and see when they might be using form two. Um, it's known to be where they're using one hand. And a lot of times uh, it's used to disarm other opponents. Okay. So like that was kind of a, a, a cool thing like you know when anakin gets two lightsabers and he's spinning around and he's got both yes. it's kind of like maybe he was using a two-handed makashi form there or whatever when he really when cool. he when he's Dooku. fighting dooku yeah 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 and then they switch right you notice he's doing like a spinning style attack at dooku and then once he loses that lightsaber he cuts the lights and he goes to a different style which i think is form of four maybe or not really sure not actually sure what he what he switches to there but it's definitely different because they're going high above the head right they're holding their sabers high above the head it looks very different in terms of strikes uh than what obi-wan was doing obi-wan was truly in form three source right. two form yeah and it's it's totally uh, uh different so it's also shows you like dooku can switch between those forms pretty easily yeah. You know, yeah, because Dooku, because Dooku uses it against Yoda. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, just kind of a cool bit on form two again, lightsaber on lightsaber, contention form, a bit more aggressive, and gave you kind of an offensive uh, lightsaber attack that you could use. Now, form three is what people know most. Uh, this is the Sorosu. This is the defense technique. This is the way of the Minoc, uh, the ability to block any strike. Uh, to block numerous blaster bolt shots. So anytime you saw Qui-Gon Jinn or Obi-Wan using it in episode one, that's just your defensive technique to just block multiple uh, shots. And actually a really cool thing I read was that when you're using form um, form three, like, you know, when, when Obi-Wan does that really sick behind the back lightsaber block. In like, episode one. It, yeah, in episode one. So it's like he's on the offensive combining sort of like your form two and your form three, but very much knew form three really well and could find the stance and the footing to instantly shift into it and block when he needed to because he's facing down one-on-one -on -one with Darth Maul, who is probably using some form seven Sith technique or whatever, a real aggressive right. style with the double-bladed lightsaber. Um, and that's interesting. We have to do a whole, no whole nother study on that because you have, um, oh God, what is Revan? Uh, Bastila, Bastila Shan, right? right. She, she has a Shand. I don't know that she's using. Any she, she like, she like Maul uses the, like the, the dual like blade double... staff, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not a staff, but think about it. Like, you know, it's yeah. Right. I'm sure there's, right. a, there's actually an old weapon. I, I forget what it is, but it has actually two swords. On the end of it, that's more uh, accurately what it, yeah, what where it they, would be like. Right. Right where they drew the inspiration from that or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, just, just to wrap up form three, again, that's just uh, your, your ultimate defensive sort of posture. 
Um, and it's great. I think I mentioned in the TikTok video I did that Luke Skywalker uses it. Uh, I love the comments on this because people were like, Luke Skywalker did not use Form 3. Obi-Wan didn't have any time to train him in Form 3. I'm like, well, everything he's doing there looks like Form 3, and he's blocking a crap ton of blaster bolt shots from a scout trooper. So I thought well, it was pretty cool. What form does he use against those uh, droids, the Dark Forces droids? I think that's form. I think that's form six. So I said like form six, you'll find here in a second is a combination of all the forms. And if you watch that scene closely, people have been like, dang, he's shifting between like defensive posture, attack force move, you know, uh, lots just of wrecking. forms wrecking people, which is why it's like easy to say, oh, it's probably a combination of all the forms, you know? Uh, so yeah, there's, there's that now after form three, you have form four, um i don't know how to say the the ataru ataru is what i yeah mm -hmm. uh went with so but yeah th this is one that is more it's also nicknamed the aggression form and it's something that goes back again to the days of the old republic it's highly aggressive in nature it, which meant that it was largely favored by sith lords let me bounce down here and make sure i've got this right so for form four it was actually used by qui-gon jinn yoda Sha uh shakti and Ayla Secura. Yeah. Yeah. So that I felt like was was really impressive. Um, let me see here. I think you see it when Yoda does, yeah, when he's fighting Count Dooku and he does a lot of force assisted acrobatics. So he's bouncing all over the place and he's kind of on the offensive. And actually, you see Count Dooku switch to a more defensive posture because Yoda is on the attack, jumping, 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 attacking, attacking. And so he's using uh form four there, which is, which is pretty awesome. So just to see him go, go at that. And Dooku stands his ground. He was known to be a great duelist as well. Right. Oh yeah. 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 Dooku. Um, and I've said it before, go check out Dooku lost. If you've never done it, especially the audiobook because it, it re it's like oh, yeah. a full cast. It's, you find out that Dooku could have been like the real deal. I mean, yeah, yep. It's it's almost one of those things where it's you, when you read him, you're like, I kind of get what he's saying here. Like you can see, right. he makes a lot of sense, really. Yeah. So, so um, form five here. This is what Vader uses. Yeah, form five. So this is again um, one of those things where it's it's um, uh, you you can see two different disciplines. So they call them, I think it's uh, Shein and Jemso. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of evolved from Form 3. It allowed people who practiced Form 3 to go on the offensive a little bit to Counter-Strike is really what it's known for. So you see them move from Form 3 into a Counter-Strike position. Um, yeah, it is designed for lightsaber to lightsaber combat. And it's, it's used to by both Jedi and Sith. Uh, some felt that it was a little bit more aggressive than what the Jedi way should be. So it was kind of not preferred by some masters. But again, I think Anakin really enjoyed it, um, used it quite a bit because again, Obi-Wan is his teacher teaching him form three. The natural progression is then to go to form five and go on the offensive a little bit. So let me bounce down here. I think form five I've got, yeah. Yeah, used by uh, Darth Bane, Anakin Skywalker, and then Ahsoka Tano, which is cool. So she used the Shein variant of it, which is which is right. It's just yeah, it, it just seems kind of weird. The it's like you're using this this fighting style form, even though you're using, you know, it it, it seems like it doesn't matter what blade, what type of blade you use. 
Yeah. But I guess it, I guess it's how you move your footwork and how you're going to move with like the force, I guess. Is yeah. Also part of it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So that was the cool like what I thought was most interesting about form four was the acrobatic like force assisted jumps, you know, because you see Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi does one of those force assisted backflips or uh, we see them use them from time to time. Different Jedi going to that. We, and since we don't see it a lot used by, for example, um, I think like Plukun, right? We don't really right. see him do that a lot. We don't really see him do much. We just see him kind of on two feet. They say he uses form five. That he's again yeah. uh, somebody who use who uses that, which which is cool. So, yeah, again, it's just a combination of of the two, sort of your your in close uh, defensive posture, and then your you know, like kind of long distance attack um, or yeah. a counter strike up up close too. So form five was your back and forth there, and then uh, that leads us into form uh, six, which I think is pronounced Nyman, or mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and this is again, Darth Revan used this form general Grievous. They say use this form. And I think they say they throw him in there because who knows what general Grievous was doing. Like he's just swiping sabers everywhere, right. but they say it's more of a combination of the various forms. Um, and it's used to kind of, it's, it centralizes the fighting technique. It, it, um, it merges the previous forms right. and it doesn't yeah, really a- have a signature fighting technique says well it says here um it can be used uh to combine double-bladed lightsaber combat with other force abilities like pushes and lifts darth maul had mastered this form when he used it against obi-wan nice yeah actually because he does he does use um the force while he's while he's doing it which is cool and that's why yes man that's exactly i remember when i was reading this like i was looking at luke skywalker and look how many times he uses the force when he's fighting those uh droids right the battle mm-hmm. droids he's rescuing grogu like he is swiping with his lightsaber uh deflecting their bolts moving between them shoving some of them pulling some of them uh force crushing some of them so uh, that's why i kind of I chose to use him at the end of my form six uh tiktok right which is just weird because it says like you don't have to use as much of your body but it's just so funny because we see maul like flipping all over around you know all over the place and around us everything everything right but i guess like compared to like what yoda's doing and 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 everything right and this yeah uh what you got there nine minute practice that was cool yeah so it's just it's just interesting yeah yeah closer resembles three and five then more aggressive the the more than the more aggressive forms uh, since it's a little balanced, all this stuff. Okay. I mean, but hey, I mean, Darth Maul also fights two people with it. Yeah, right. yeah. So he would have to, right? He they're go- they're taking care of business. They're going sort of on the offensive, and Qui Gon was using that more um, offensive attack style. Right. And that's the thing to k- kind of remember. They they move between all of them, and it's just knowing the various forms right. uh, and being able to use them in certain situations, really, and then having a preference for them, like. Uh, your your default in a style because if they all fight exactly right. the same way it just gets kind of boring so it was cool that they had different approaches right. well that yeah i guess it's also like it's it's just again it's kind of interesting like what's well what's somebody with like a one lightsaber using form six look like compared to somebody who's using a dual lightsaber and mm-hmm. you know in form six because it's just so different like yeah yeah and i think form six for me was like the wild card i was like yeah it could be it could be a lot of different things um and it could look different uh just depending on which forms you're merging you know so, yeah. All right. That leads us into uh, form seven. So this has a variation. So I guess form seven, you know, I, I, the variation of it is Vapod, 
right? And it's right. it's that Mace Windu took this form, which was considered kind of a a Sith style or an aggressive style, and shifted it into something that was more usable for the Jedi. Yeah, you have it up there, the ferocity form, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. So, yeah, something that that would, as the user practiced it, it could sort of lead you to the dark side if you got too enveloped in it or if you you relied on it too often so again vapod was this variation that windu was able to kind of master and learn and then teach and he gets approval from the council to teach it so i the fight that he used that where he fights um darth sidious it's supposed that he that he and sidious both use that form uh against one another and but that's where that's why it's such an like debated thing did he beat him lightsaber on lightsaber did he beat him did did palpatine know anakin was coming you know like if the anakin factor is out if you throw that out of out of the equation could mace windu have beat him one-on-one i think he i think he could yeah I think so if you're using who who mace windu oh absolutely he's yeah. a, he's a, yeah no i yeah. i think i think one-on-one windu would have would have beaten palpatine at yeah. that moment I I don't think I I I think Windu I think Windu would have beat him. I don't even think he needed everybody else. Right. I think actually, had he not taken everybody else, it would have been over a lot quicker, and then he would have. Mm-hmm. I mean, in theory, or obviously, because it's you know not good for the narrative if he right, kills right. him, and then it's like, oh, what do we do now? Yeah, right, right, yeah, <laughs> you know, like uh, that's not right. But but in in terms of Win, Windu versus Windu versus Palpatine one on one, I think Windu would take him in that moment. If yeah. even if if the other guys, I mean, he if the other guys weren't there, he doesn't have to worry about them. You know, right. then it's just it's just it's just taking them down. Yeah, it is. So let me while we're on form seven, you see you have your mouse on it right there. So mm-hmm. we're talking about the um the during the resurgence of the Sith, right? Approximately four thousand years before the Clone Wars, uh, for decades, form seven saw significant use among the Jedi and their ancient enemies as the two orders of force users battled. Yet by the end of this great war against the Sith, many Jedi who practiced form seven had fallen to the dark side. So right there you go. It's sort of one of those things that, yeah, this was, this was rough. You know, we shouldn't be using this, right? you know? And yeah, well, if you're using like your anger and your aggression, then you're doing it, using it through the force, mm-hmm. you know, does that save you energy? I guess is that type of a thing. You know, are you saving energy by using your anger and aggression? Your swings are going to be harder. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, interesting to think about. Yeah. 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 So it's really cool. And I know people are, are fascinated by form seven because of this variation that Windu uh, mastered and it's just it's just really cool so known users of it uh we have mace windu darth maul savage oppress uh chief palpatine there were probably others i think from the old republic clearly balaba there yeah deepa balaba yes thank you i went i was arguing earlier ezra bridger kanan who knows <laughs> you know like it's just cool to think about i i don't think that they know it or that they've used it but like look at how many times ezra bridger was tempted by the dark side or right. Maul found him to be his apprentice, or like the holocron caused well, him. Who knows what Ezra's going to look like when he steps back on the stage, too? Yeah, because we haven't seen him for years, right? And then right. again, Luke, it's like it's hard to say outside of you know, if you just look at canon, it's mm-hmm. like okay, well, you know, well, canon Luke now is like you you strip away everything from the EU. It's like okay, well, I'm assuming the Luke that shows up through the Force to fight Kylo. Or you know, sort of trick Kylo knows all these forms. Just assuming yeah. we don't see him use it, but I would imagine that the you know the most powerful guy you know 
ever. He's supposed to be like the son of the chosen one and everything could use it. Same thing yeah. with Anakin. I'm sure Anakin can use a pod. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's the, yeah, like how well can you master it and then not the, the whole problem with it is be, is falling to the dark side and the Jedi not. So wanting why doesn't Vader use it? Yeah, I think it's more. That's a great question. It's just um, maybe not. There was it wasn't necessary. Maybe if he fought Palpatine and actually went toe to toe with him, he would use it more. And a lot of times when when they do in the comics and stuff like that, they don't mention what form they're using necessarily. So right. we can all kind of speculate. Like, oh, and it's like or... a single. It's a single panel. So, right. You know, so yeah. Just, so it's hard to tell exactly what they're using. So when we see Obi Wan fight Vader in the show, who knows? I, I think we're going to see form three on form five or I, cause again, the cool thing was I even mentioned though, that the Vapod uh, variation does look like a blur. They say it looks like a blur to the eye, to the naked eye. And it's right. like, okay, when they're sitting there whipping their lightsabers back and forth and there's this like fury of a tech, they're almost matching each other in the revenge of the Sith, right? When Anakin is fighting Obi-Wan. So yeah, we're going to have to see a totally different form now because Darth Vader's in the suit. Anakin's in the suit. And he has to, I feel like, develop his own, like a different style um, than Anakin because he's, it's more, it has to be more yeah. direct, more, feels like it's more form one. I don't really know exactly yeah. what, what he uses, but it feels like it's more of that direct kind of, um, he's just, you have to master it, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Cause he could, I mean, Matt, maybe, uh, quickly, like Kit Fisto, master of form one. Is he better than Anakin, um, who's a master of whatever other form? Like, could could Kit Fisto take Anakin? That's that's the kind of stuff I like to think about. I like, I, I I I mean, in so. in theory, I like, the idea is anybody should be able to take anybody on like any given, like you know, just right circumstances. Yeah, you know, Anakin would lose against like an Ala Secura or something. I mean, you know, just like the the right circumstances, right? And all that, all and and all that stuff, because clearly. Anakin is more powerful than Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan beats him. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, so, also, yeah, it's the mastery. Like fo maybe form five or three or four or whatever is better than form one. But if Kit Fisto has mastered, mastered it like to the point where his precision is insane. Like there's just no one's mastered it more so than he has. Then that makes him a true master of that form. You know, that's what, like when you look at martial arts and some of those, those masters who had mastered one thing they're like they're so good at it that they don't need anything else because they've truly mastered a form or a style and you're like okay that's that's sick so yeah yeah by the way i just wanted to before we before as we're wrapping up here i did want to show you this we do now have cover art for the uh shadow of the sith book coming later this year which we've been kind of getting excited for yeah. which is going to be lando luke and ochi i think Right? Jeez, they better explain. Is that Ochi a with the lightsaber? I think so. Who gave Ochi a lightsaber? I'm hoping this is I, great, I and I'm know. hoping this is a redemption for for Ochi and uh, and this. Well, art. the cover art looks sweet. It looks sick. So, and you've got Luke with the green, igniting the yes. green. That's what we wanted. That's what we. That's the kind of that's kind of stuff we we've we've needed. So yeah, to explain it, that's a lot closer snuck in. Uh, by the by the sequels so that's good i like that it's that far uh that it's super right. close that way we don't get a lot of bleeding back into what could be mando yeah mando and master skywalker's sort of uh arc and all of that done. yeah yeah cool so, awesome all right well, boom there we go as little little run through of the forms, of the forms. yeah
I love it, man. I hope if you guys have questions or you want more videos or, or, or have thoughts on, on any of the forums or whatever, I'm going to try to do a bit more, something maybe more polished in the future too. Cause I found it highly interesting and I was like analyzing different, uh, you know, scene like lightsaber fight scenes and stuff. Like it's just, it's just cool. So yeah, friends, uh, leave us a comment uh, down below. Send us a transmission. Don't forget to send those at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow um, Matt on TikTok at Super Gains Bros. And you can follow me at Hyperspace Hangout over there. We've got extended editions out there on Apple Premium for you guys. And my friends, don't forget, we also cover Harry Potter, Elder Wand, right? We've got that coming up, Fantastic Beast. Just got a big announcement for Bend the Knee, our, our Game of Thrones House of the Dragon podcast. That's coming out. Uh, which is awesome. We've covered Wheel of Time. Uh, it's got an Amazon show as well. So it's Heroes of the Horn. Uh, Matt Nez, we're doing some Superman, Batman stuff, my friend. Yes, we are, man. And it, it's a lot of fun diving. And, you know, the fun thing is actually it all kind of started because we were like, hey, let's dive into some of these Star Wars comics and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I don't know. I'm kind of also into these other comics, too. And so it's just bleeding over. But it's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been awesome. So, uh, be sure to check out all those projects, check out the Apple premium editions that we release for you guys. And then, uh, we'll have a kind of a big matinee hangout. We're doing more of the hangout stuff uh, across all the projects. So, uh, we've got one of those coming up here and we go live and we go live often on TikTok too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Please check that out. And that's, uh, that's been great. We're growing our numbers like crazy over there. So it's been a lot of fun, but all right, friends with that, thanks so much. Please like, please subscribe. And as always may the force be with you. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.